Well, hey there. Welcome to the first episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte. Before we dive into today's topic, I wanted to first of all wish you a very happy new year. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season with your loved ones and had some time to rest a little bit too. I also wanted to share just a little bit about myself so that you can get to know me better since this is the first episode. I'm a doctor of physical therapy specialized in geriatrics, and I'm the founder of Reshape Physical Therapy and Wellness. My expertise lies in helping adults over 50 get healthy and lose weight so that they can prevent diseases like diabetes, heart disease, and dementia. Currently, I'm a faculty member for the Creighton University Physical Therapy Department as the academic coordinator for the Creighton Hillcrest Geriatric Physical Therapy Residency Program, which is the same program I did several years ago, so that's kind of fun to come full circle there. I live in Plattsmouth, Nebraska, and I'm married to a wonderful grain farmer husband, Justin, and we have a 19-month-old boy and a little girl on the way this May. And aside from my work, family, and friends, I'm an avid Husker fan, and I'm pretty outdoorsy by nature as long as it's nice outside. I started Reshape to serve people who are in what I call the gray zone of healthcare. They aren't really sick, but have risk factors like high blood pressure, high triglycerides, a sedentary and perhaps stressful lifestyle, high blood sugar, high cholesterol, and usually excess weight. All of these are risk factors for conditions like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, dementia, and others that I saw all too often when I was working in traditional geriatric physical therapy. Now I'm on a mission to help adults 50 plus get healthier earlier in life so that they can avoid the negative downstream physical, emotional, mental, and financial effects of those conditions. This podcast will arm you with the knowledge, motivation, and inspiration that you need to start taking momentum-building action towards losing weight and improving your health. If you haven't already, I would love to connect with you on social media. I'm pretty active over there. You can follow me on Instagram or like me on Facebook at Reshape Physical Therapy, or you can search for Reshape Physical Therapy and Wellness on YouTube. I know you have a lot of listening options, and I really do appreciate you tuning in. If you find value in this podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you would click the subscribe button and leave a review in iTunes. This helps the podcast get seen by and then in turn help as many people as possible. With all of that being said, let's get started with today's topic. Today I'm talking about why if you want to lose weight, I highly encourage that you focus more on your systems and less on your goals. I have four main points that I'm covering today, so let's kind of review those right off the bat. Right now, my online course, How to Lose Weight After 50, is open for enrollment, and I'm encouraging all of my course members to get Atomic Habits by James Clear as a companion piece for the course. It's a wonderful book, and I'm going to share with you why it's my book of 2020. The second point that I'm covering today is that I'm going to tell you the two problems that I have with the sentence, I know what to do, I'm just not doing it. I hear that a lot, and so I just wanted to address it kind of up front in this podcast, my two big problems with that sentence. You will also learn two problems that I have with goals and why I think you will enjoy the process of getting healthy if you use them more so as a compass or a North Star 
and then put all of your effort into your systems and habits to reach your goals. Lastly, I'm going to discuss a strategy that James Clear talks about in his book, Atomic Habits, called an implementation intention, and how this powerful template can change your good intentions into momentum-building action. I made this episode after considering a conversation I had with one of my clients. She said that she'd lost the same 20 pounds about four or five times in her life, And if you can relate, and if you've struggled with losing and gaining the same 10, 20, or 30 plus pounds throughout your life, this episode is definitely for you. If you have a weight problem that doesn't seem to go away, at least not for good, and you're tired of having to switch between your fat and skinny pants um, with a closet full of clothes that are either too small or too big, depending on the year, you're going to enjoy this refreshing twist on goal setting. Now, I know, I know that it's a brand new year and you're probably either making your New Year's resolutions or maybe you're in the camp of refusing to make those New Year's resolutions, but you are thinking about some goals that you would like to reach in 2020. I'm not here to burst your bubble on goals. I'll get to their value later on in this episode, but I do think it's high time we stop focusing on the actual goal itself and start putting more of our attention and effort towards the systems that are going to help us not only reach our goals, but exceed them. If you don't have any health or wellness goals, stay with me here because this concept of prioritizing your systems over your goals is applicable to every area in your life. Whether you want to be a cleaner person, a more productive person, or someone who is better at prioritizing their spouse or kids, you will get some insight from this episode that can help you make some positive steps towards whatever your objective or whatever your goal is. Let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. My first point was that I wanted to tell you more about my book for 2020, and that's Atomic Habits by James Clear. I am so glad that I ran across this book, and if you haven't, I highly recommend that you read it. I added it to my Favorite Things webpage, and I'll link to that in the show notes on my website that you can find at reshapept.com forward slash one. I bought both the audiobook and the digital version so that I could listen and then go back and highlight and reread some of the points that I thought were really good. If you have big health goals this year, use the ideas and strategies in this book to make your good intentions become good habits. Let's get into the second point, which are my two problems with the sentence, I know what to do, I'm just not doing it. I hear this a lot from clients or potential clients or course members, and I have two main flaws with it. And the first is the I know what to do part. I don't want to sound presumptuous, but you likely think you know what to do, but your knowledge is probably based on big companies marketing their products to you and your own efforts through Google. It's likely that you may have some false beliefs about weight loss, nutrition, exercise, etc. No one knows it all, myself included, but I'm guessing you have just some pieces to the puzzle and not the whole picture. And that's what I give you in How to Lose Weight After 50 is the whole picture and a blueprint to actually get it done. For example, it's mainstream advice to eat fewer calories and exercise more to lose weight. If you have ever tried this strategy, you know it may work for a while, but eventually the weight comes back on. 
I've talked about this before, but chronic caloric restriction or restricting your calories on a regular basis just slows your metabolism down. Your body will slow down and burn fewer calories to negate that caloric deficit. The real way to lower your body set weight is by adopting health habits related to nutrition, exercise, sleep, and stress that lower your insulin levels because insulin is your fat creation and storage hormone. Food comes first, but other things like when you eat, how you are exercising, your stress levels, and the quality of your sleep all play an important role in weight loss and disease prevention. Now I'm going to talk about problem number two with this sentence, which is the second half. I'm just not doing it. This is a self-blaming comment. You think you don't have the self-control or the willpower to change your habits, but in reality you do. You just don't know how, or maybe you don't care to know how. You have goals, but no system to reach those goals. You have no idea how to actually change your habits, and it's likely that you aren't even fully aware of what habits or what mindsets are holding you back. I address both problems in my online training program, How to Lose Weight After 50. The nine course modules walk you through the exact information you need to know to lose the weight and prevent disease, and then the weekly live group coaching calls will focus more on habit formation and how to turn the information that you're learning during the course into a lifestyle. My program is not a diet, again, it's a lifestyle, but changing your lifestyle requires changing your habits, and this is usually where most diets break down, because most diets don't address how to actually change your habits. In order to really change habits, we need to focus on systems more than goals. Let's get into my third point today, which are my two problems with goals. Again, goals are not completely useless. They serve as our North Star or where we want to go. But just looking at the stars won't get you there. Just hoping to lose 50 pounds won't get you there. Your system is the process by which you reach your goals. My first problem with goals is that you tend to chase the same outcomes. If you have a goal to lose weight, chances are that this is not the first time you've had that goal. Trying the same thing, expecting different results, is the definition of insanity. I've had clients, again, who've lost the same 20 pounds four or five different times. They keep chasing the outcome of weight loss without addressing their system, which are their underlying health habits that are contributing to the weight gain in the first place. And this creates a yo-yo effect that never really focuses on a long-term solution to their problem. Focusing on reaching a goal is like addressing the symptom, not the cause of that symptom. In the succinct words of James Clear, what we really need to change are the systems that cause those results. When you solve problems at the results level, you only solve them temporarily. In order to improve for good, you need to solve problems at the systems level. Fix the inputs and the outputs will fix themselves. And that's on page 49 of the virtual copy of Atomic Habits. So here's an example from my own life. For years, I have wanted to be a cleaner person. I didn't want to leave a mess when I was cooking. I didn't want to leave clutter around the house. I had a goal to be clean, but no system. 
that is what I'm working on, my system, and my overall identity as a clean person. My husband certainly loves the change. And another idea that I got from this book is that in order to make habits stick, they need to become part of our identity. So I'm not just quote unquote trying to be clean. I'm viewing myself as a clean person and then acting and making decisions accordingly. A simple translation to improving your health would be instead of saying, quote, you're trying to get healthy, tell yourself, I am a healthy person and I make decisions accordingly. So let's say that again. I am a healthy person and make decisions accordingly. You will be shocked at the power that single statement can have on your decisions throughout the day. Let's talk about my second problem with goals. And that's that goals tend to make happiness conditional. So often people are disappointed in themselves if they don't see a certain number that they wanted to see on the scale. When you have a goal versus systems focused approach, you are delaying your happiness until you reach your goal. While accomplishing your goal may be satisfying, the sense of accomplishment is often fleeting. Wouldn't you rather want to just feel good about your progress every single day? I know I would. When you have a system, you can pat yourself on the back anytime you are following your system, not just when you hit a goal. It makes the whole experience a lot more rewarding and enjoyable. Focusing on the small habits you are trying to do each day gives you the opportunity to be happy with the fact that you did at least one important thing for that day. For example, when I was trying to be clean, I was only happy with my domestic self when the house was clean. This was usually for about 10 minutes once per week. And now that I'm focusing on my systems, I can be happy with the small things like wiping up the sink when I'm done or running the dishwasher at the end of the day so the dishes are less likely to pile up in the sink the next day. Or doing a single load of laundry regularly instead of taking a whole afternoon to get it done. These little victories make keeping the house clean not only easier, but more enjoyable because I get to pat myself on the back for each little effort, and I'm all about positive reinforcement, even if it's from myself. Now, on the virtual edition of the Atomic Habits book, James Clear writes, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. If you are struggling to change your lifestyle, please stop blaming yourself. Please don't tell yourself you don't have the self-control or the willpower to change. Often our current behavior or habits stem from years of unconscious awareness about what our habits even are and how important our environment and our thoughts are to shape or reshape our habits. The good news is that you can choose your thoughts and you can choose how to set up your environment to increase your chance of success, but it all starts with awareness. So try to become more aware of your thoughts and more aware of how the environment that you're living in might be contributing to your bad habits. Point number four that I wanted to talk about today were implementation intentions. So how do we become the type of person who says something and then actually follows through? One simple strategy is to use what James Clear calls implementation intentions. He references one of many studies that prove the utility of implementation intentions 
to following through on what you intend to do on the virtual edition of the book, pages 114 to 115. So he was quoting a study that was done in Great Britain in 2001, where researchers tried to improve the exercise habits of 248 people. Now, those 248 people were split into three groups. Group number one, they were just asked to track how often they exercised, and that was it. The people in group number two were also asked to track how often they exercised, but they were also asked to read material on the benefits of exercise, and the researchers explained how exercise could improve their health and reduce their risk for heart disease. So they got some educational and motivational information. The people in group three received everything as, as did the people in group number two, but they were also asked to formulate a plan for where and when they would exercise over the following week. Specifically, they had to fill in the statement, quote, during the next week, I will partake in at least 20 minutes of vigorous exercise on this day at this time in this place. So there were some interesting results with this study. In the first two groups, 35 to 38% of the participants exercised at least once per week. Note that there was no difference in the frequency of exercise between the first and second groups, meaning the motivational and educational information wasn't effective for actual behavior change. But in the third group, 91% of people exercised at least once per week. That is over double the amount of people who did in groups one and two. This clearly proves the effectiveness of writing down specific implementation intentions. It makes common sense too. If something is on your calendar, it's more likely to get done. If you tell your friend, hey, we should catch up soon, rarely will you just decide to meet up one day. But if you say, hey, we haven't caught up in a while, let's meet at this place on this date at this time, you will likely meet and catch up. Just saying that you want to change your habits is not likely to lead to lasting change. Implementation statements are certainly not the only strategy to change your habits, but using them on a regular basis for what I call your, quote, priority action items will greatly improve your chance to show up for yourself. So here's an example from my own life. I've been trying to reduce my snacking after dinner. And what I was telling myself was, you need to stop snacking after dinner. Um, And it just wasn't working. You know, my husband would say, you want some popcorn? And I'd say, yeah, let's add some nuts to it. Um, And so that, that type of general statement just wasn't getting me very far. And so I decided to use an implementation intention of, I will brush my teeth right after dinner in my bathroom and keep water on hand. So snacking is less appealing because I know it's a bad habit that's not serving me in my long-term goals to be at a healthy weight. So let's review the main points. Today I discussed why if you want to lose weight, consider focusing more on your systems and less on your goals. First, I reviewed my two problems with the sentence, I know what to do, I'm just not doing it. So for the I know what to do part, you may not actually have the most up-to-date knowledge about what it really takes to, to lose weight for good. 
And then on the I'm just not doing it part, that signals that you're relying on your motivation or self-control to follow through on what you intend to do, when in reality, focusing on your mindset, your systems, and your habits will not only help you reach your goals, but help you maintain that progress once you do. The second point that I made was that I discussed the two problems that I had with goals. So the first was chasing the same outcome. And then the second was delaying happiness and making happiness conditional upon a certain outcome. Remember that you do get a vote and every action that you take or don't take is a vote for the type of person that you want to become. Lastly, I covered implementation intentions. Remember, the template for that is I will state the behavior at state the time in state the location because state your reason. I added that because of the reason at the end. That's not in Atomic Habits, um, but I think it's really important to keep your underlying reason or why in mind, and I think that gives you just a little bit of extra motivation to follow through on that implementation intention. If you follow my work regularly, you know that my new 12-week online course and group coaching program, How to Lose Weight After 50, is officially open for enrollment, and I could not be more excited. It's definitely been a labor of love over the last several years. I'm so excited to put it out in the world and impact lives. Now, the doors are only open from January 1st through the 10th, 2020, and the doors for that program won't open up again until July 2020 after my maternity leave with my little girl. So I do want you to use the information that I talk about today, right? So if you intend to join my course, write it on your schedule using the implementation outlined and provided above. So here's an example. I will sign up for Morgan's course on Tuesday at 7 a.m. at my kitchen table because I need to lose weight in order to state your reason. So to learn more about the course and sign up, just go to reshapept.com forward slash yes. And if you're listening to this episode when enrollment is not open, that's going to take you to a page where you can just get on the wait list so that you can be notified when the doors open up again. Thanks again for listening to this very first episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I hope you got a ton of value from it, and I can't wait to speak with you again at the same time, same place next week. It's going to be a good one, too. I'll be sharing the big takeaway points from my live masterclass, the three behind-the-scenes secrets to weight loss success after 50. You won't want to miss it. Bye for now.